60 of our big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's kind of a long reading, so bear with me. Being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood him. Just what do we mean by that and what do we do? The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we are almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would go great, would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may look kind, he may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish, and dishonest. But as with most humans, he is most likely to have varied traits. What usually happens? The show doesn't come off very well. He begins to think that, he that life doesn't treat him right. He decides to exert himself more. He become he becomes on the next occasion still more demanding or gracious as the case may be. Still the play does not suit him. Admitting he may be somewhat at fault, oh yeah. He is sure that other people are more to blame. He becomes angry, indignant, self-pitying. What is his basic trouble? Is he not really a self-seeker, even when trying to be kind? Is he not a victim of the delusion that he can risk satisfaction and happiness out of this world if he only manages well? Is it not evident to all the rest of the players that these things that these are the things he wants and do not his actions make each of them wish to retaliate snatching all they can get out of the show is he not even in this and his best moments a producer of confusion rather than harmony i could go on but i think that's enough for right now Paul, you want to take it away? Thank you, Mickey. Yes, so it's a good description. Uh, hopefully the patient has the ears to hear it. Yeah, so again, uh, a theme that we speak of from really is this idea of something in us or appearing as us has taken us over. Uh, you would you it, you could see that kind of feeling in the sentence uh, just a couple ones back from here at the end. Is he not a victim of the delusion that he can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world? So obviously there's something to me being implied that the delusion that he can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of his world isn't his. Yeah, or how could he be a victim? Yeah, so. The idea of being a victim is that you're being victimized by something other than you, yes? So here, 
very clearly, is he not a victim of the delusion? So the delusion may not be of him, yeah? Yet the delusion has him in a position of being victimized by it. What is that but the bondage of self, yeah? If you are bound to self, or let's say if you are bound to a chair, then you could be a victim of a lot of little proddings and stickings and shit like that, yes? So this sense of, again, the real relief that stabilized and brought a lot of illumination to the program in my life was the recognition that self is a foreign agent. Yes, just that simple. Whatever you want to call it, ego, I don't care. But this sense of being you, the you that has an ego and the you that wants to lose an ego, that sense of you isn't you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah, it, it, you have a sense, definitely, but there's a mischaracterization of it. You call it you. Yeah, that's the act of being identified as self. I say that's the root of the problem. The root of the problem, there is no problem. There's an activity that makes it so, yes? It may not be so to what you are, or it may be so to you, yeah? It matters where in the act of identification as self we are, yeah? Are we seeing it, or are we looking from it? If you're looking from it, you'll be the victim of a lot of delusions, <laughs> for sure, yeah? He just talked about one. There'll be tons of delusions that we'll be victimized by, yeah? All the while, calling them ours is what allows so many delusions to victimize us, yes? There's no one at the door. There's no gatekeeper. It's coming in and out, and every time we meet it, we call it us, yeah? It has the run of the whole store. To it, the unsaleable goods are the most valuable, yeah? A resentment is like a fucking golden calf. It can milk it for 40 years, yeah? These things, this is its value. We're confused and frustrated because we would think, yeah, resentment is the number one killer of an, of an alcoholic. I seem to be an alcoholic. Why am I harboring so many resentments? <laughs> if you would think self-preservation self instinct would kick in, but it's neutered, yeah? You're loving the resentments. Yeah, you're sucking them. You're kissing them. You're breathing life to them all day. Yeah? You're sharing them with others to get some agreement. Yeah? Let's talk about our resentments over a couple of drinks. You'll be there at two in the morning. Yeah? Jeez. <laughs> so, if it's the number one you would think, really. Obviously, if it was a thing... Let's say uh, that special exotic liqueur from the Balkans is the, is the number one killer of alcoholics. Even an alcoholic would stay away from it probably. There's tons of other liquors it can drink. It would say, no, I'm not going to have that drink because that's the killer. Yeah? <laughs> We're not even in that position. We can't see that. Yeah? So something... The delusions are victimizing us. Yeah. It's because the, the delusions aren't of us. They're, uh, they are of something else. Just an extreme uh, self-centered look at things is causing all of these delusions to be taken to be true or the false evidence appearing to be real. Some of them are more stubborn than others, which they imply here. This idea that even though there's tons of evidence that I'm not managerial quality, it's totally, totally stepped over by, but I, if I only could manage better. <laughs> so the hope, the hope burns eternal. <laughs> but what's keeping, the lit, what keeping that fire lit isn't you. It's not you, yeah? Alcoholism has had you, you truly, really, you, we call it, we have to admit something. So we, talk, we call ourselves an alcoholic, but for all intents and purposes, after years of sobriety, you're not an alcoholic, yeah? 
You've been freed from that bondage because you've gotten to the exact nature of the dilemma, yeah, which isn't alcohol and isn't drugs, yeah. It's being a victim of a takeover that we're not aware of. So we live as the problem instead of having relief from the problem. Even And then when we meet a solution, the problem turns up its nose quite a lot. Uh, you know, most people that really need the program, a lot of them never show up. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. I was out there crazy, really crazy, and I had no, AA never even came in, in my mind. Never. Yeah. I had, I, no. Not coming in my mind, instead of going to a meeting, I entered a two-year program. <laughs> Basically, I could have probably gone to an hour meeting, but instead I made a two-year commitment to live under the roof of some rehab. I had no idea that there was meetings available and shit. Yeah, even though I had heard about it, but when I truly needed it, it wasn't a solution. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that a lot of people leave at the fourth step? Because the parasite does not want you to look at your role in things because its role in things will become evident, yes? We're experts at taking other people's inventories. You would think it would be, a, and then you're going to have someone listen to you for three or four hours on the fifth step. You would think you'd love that shit, yeah? But instead, no, no, no. I don't believe we're the one that's skirting the issue. I believe it's the disease that's skirting the issue. Yeah. It's us, really. So I'm going to just keep playing this note. Whatever tune you want me to do a karaoke on, I'm going to always stick this note in there because I, I completely have complete faith in the value of the diagnosis. I have, yeah, and so it's all great to talk about stuff, and there's tons of people much better and much more articulate about that stuff than I am, but here's an idea, yeah, that may change your whole experience of living and recovery from alcoholism or addiction or from actually the bondage of self, yeah, that there is an act of being identified as the disease going on by our relying on the mental states and that reliance on the mental states has the mental states directing our lives and the problem resides in the mind, yeah? So the problem is directing our life. Yeah. And if something new comes, you'll be the first to hear it from me, but I was looking at, I had a, my old headphones broke, so I got another headphone. So I was looking at music on my thing, and I saw there's tons of talks from 2002 we were doing, 2005, 2008. So I listened to the, the all this one for a few minutes, 2002. <laughs> Uh, it was basically the same stuff we're saying today, yeah, because something was revealed, and that's that. That, that, that revelation became a seed assignment, unbeknownst to me, yeah, and, you know, all right, we're going to do uh, Stairway to Heaven. You're going to hear that note in it. We're going to do, you know, fucking... <laughs> Give me shelter, you're going to hear that note in it. I'm sticking that note in everything. Because I, I see, when I hear with me, always this is the same fucking thing. Yeah. What's claiming to be the speaker is the problem. Yeah. There's a, there, yeah. Hmm. Well, so yeah, so it's a great reading. I mean, this is because a lot of people, obviously, we have a black and white view and we thought we knew what it was only black concerning this about self-will. So self-will is always going to be vindictive, contracting, 
you know, punishing, resentful. But no, he makes a very apt description of how the selfing can appear to be kind, virtuous, and shit like that, promoting its same agenda with a different fucking suit on. Yeah? That was revelatory. Because most people just had it in one. Yeah? And then they see great glory in being selfless. But when self is being selfless, that's not selflessness. There's an agenda there. There's a something, something else is going on. While we're doing a selfless act, there's a claiming of being the doer of that selfless act by self. <laughs> How selfless is it? And he just went on and, and described it. Yeah. He says, perhaps not that selfless, where he says, uh, The whole idea of it's self-will, yeah. What did you did you have when you came in? Didn't you think, all right, that's self-will, all that bad shit, and then all being nice and generous? No, clean as the fucking like white as snow. And then he shows you, he shows you the the occupation of the good and bad, yeah. That which is claiming to be both, yeah, yeah. So, thank you, Mickey, and uh, just revert, go back, if you're new here, please just linger on page 64, the sentence, being convinced, it's the, in the third paragraph, being convinced that self, it doesn't say being convinced that yourself, it says being convinced that self, so it's talking about something other than you, really, yeah? Manifested in various ways was what has defeated us. So, and then the next paragraph, resentment is one of the manifestations of self. Yeah. Let's just be clear. How does it become mine? Yeah. If you're reading that instruction, which is getting you prepped for the fourth step, how does that resentment turn into yours? Yeah. As soon as the resentment is turned into yours, when you're looking for your resentments, you're missing the freaking point in a way. Yeah? Because they're not yours. They're being, they're manifestations of something else in your life. Yeah? If you keep calling them yours, you're not seeing the point. Yeah? You now become a master of dissecting a resentment, yet you're having them a lot, or they're having you a lot. Yeah? What's the point of that knowledge? The knowledge is based on, we look at the resentments, not for the fucking fun of looking at the resentments, but to see in the manifestation of the resentment self. Yeah? To see that aspect of that foreign thing in our lives by looking at some of its common manifestations. So, and then sharing them in the fifth step, and then starting to do six and seven when self's common manifestations and uncommon manifestations start showing up and bringing them to the higher power so that unsaleable good can be put to good use can be reconfigured can be employed by the new employer yeah instead of just using us as fucking storage unit yeah with all this dead space It was funny when I had got when I got sober. It's been so long uh, since I was sober, you know, in a way. Uh, I had it. The funny thing is, I felt pretty good when I was in Delancey Street. When I got sober, I didn't know that I had a staph infection in my body living on this metal bar in my leg uh, put in by because of the getting run over so i was pretty much fucking dead <laughs> from this fucking staph infection so hey the happiness and the joy of sobriety wasn't really clicking <laughs> you know what i mean it set off a train of circumstances that finally brought that underlying condition into the light and they had a operate on me and 
shoot me up with tons of antibiotics. And then I started to feel better. That aligned itself with being better, yeah? By through sobriety. And then from then on, it just went off, you know? It's just been progressing ever since. Yeah. So a lot of us, something's holding the... The flight of the condor, the flight of the recovery is being held down by a misunderstanding of the exact nature of the problem, yeah? We have the wings, we have the wind of grace, yet we're not taking off. Something is holding other things back. What is that? Yeah. You could call some of those anchors old ideas, yeah? But what is the oldest idea? The idea of you, yeah? So, I'm happy to be here. Uh, Thursday, we will not have a live recovery meeting. I'm going to be uh, going to Utah for the week. So, yeah, Thursday, every other day is fine, but Thursday... This Thursday, we won't have a regular meeting. Okay, so, and then uh, I'm going to do a radio broadcast from there on Friday. I think someone's going to send me the call numbers. Maybe you can get it on uh, Wi-Fi, whatever. So it's from 1 to 3, and then we're going to do some live stuff there, and it'll, it'll be on the website. All right, so thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Paul. You know, I find it amazing how how the pages before sixty four are. You, it's like a symphony. How how they are kind of building up this crescendo for the big climax climax of, of page sixty four, and then it gently takes us down into into the relief that we find with steps six and seven uh, on, on page uh, 76. Uh, the pages yeah. are, are like our sobriety. They build and they build and they build and, and it's, it's a beautiful song, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, the effects at the beginning aren't the same as the effects as it progresses. Yeah, not because they couldn't be, but we're unable to really receive it. We need to go through the process to sort of like, uh, you know, like a meat tenderizer needs to be tenderized for some stuff that to arrive. Yeah. It's not like the grace had just make, came up with it at the last moment. No, it was always available, but we weren't, or we aren't. We need that stuff to happen to us or with us for us to be able to receive what's available. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So four through nine are the working steps. Yeah. Action yeah. steps. Yeah. A lot of the actions of the steps are actions performed on us, really. We're not performing the action. We're being acted upon, <laughs> yeah. I'd say I think like we're being acted upon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, something, that power, whatever you want to call it, starts acting upon you. <laughs> yeah. Things you were conveniently avoiding for years, you start running into. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Your destinations change because the driver is different. Yeah. I always exactly. love that. Yeah. You just get in the car and then you just, your, your job isn't to drive. Your job is to look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be the eyes for something else to see so to speak yeah 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 pretty cool yeah well you see so much more of the scenery when you're a passenger 
Well, yes, yes, yeah. Well, you know, the said, you know, back to this case, institution, jails, and death. So, <laughs> or like they call halfway houses. <laughs> yeah. You're only halfway to hell, so you stop at a halfway house. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, man, it's unbelievable. It's really an unbelievable condition. It's an unbelievable condition. It is. It's how I mean. It's just unbelievable. We all become uh, for fortune tellers. We can tell the fortune of an active alcoholic, uh, and what's going to happen to them if they don't get sober. <laughs> It's like I can see far, far, far into the future. I can to know that they're fucked. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, you love to be wrong, but it's very rarely that you are. We're outmatched. That's the whole point of surrender. We're outmatched. Yeah. I can't recognize, you know, that that thread of fear in my life. I can't recognize the pathogen. Yeah. The program allows that to clear up so you can actually see what you're not. Yeah. By doing and then doing an inventory on its manifestations, not on yours. So that its manifestations won't have such a strong hold on you anymore. Yeah. And then maybe new manifestations will be able to come through that are going to enrich your life and enrich others. Yeah. We're manifesting, we're gonna be manifesting. It's what, what form and what quality does that manifestation have? You can tell the tree by the fruit, yeah? You can tell the, the employer, yeah? by the fruit, what it, what it puts us to use for, yeah? yeah. Hmm. The beautiful thing is you can have a great relief from this and have a huge empathy for others who don't, yes? I don't need to suffer to empathize with them anymore. I don't, yeah? but I can empathize with the suffering because I've lived under that tyranny and I know it's not yours. Yeah, it's not your tyranny. It's something else's tyranny. Yeah. Hmm. But how I many of us, hmm? how many of us aren't willing to be convinced well, that's not up to us. Yeah. Yeah. All you can do is put it out there. Like they say, we're not in the outcome business. Put it out there. Hey, yeah. You know, I was in Delancey Street, this program, and they, they were pretty good at what they did. And they had these brochures out about uh, Delancey Street, which was like a live-in facility. The minimum you could stay there was like two years and then it could go longer. And uh, they would say they have a 90 something percent success rate, but you really had to look at the fine print. You could never leave Delancey Street. <laughs> You'd have to live in that controlled environment. Now, maybe that would be uh, attractive to some people. It wasn't for me, yeah? And when I left Delancey Street and went through whatever had happened for 10 months and I ended up in AA, I, you know, you know, the results of living the program of AA allowed me to be a free-range alcoholic in a way. I don't need to be cooped up. I don't need to be sedated or surveilled. 
<laughs> I like that way of life. Yes. People have a lot of definitions of free, what it's like to be free. But uh, the freedom from the bondage of self is something else, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyone else have anything to say? Do we have any questions? Anybody want to participate in this little conversation that we have going? Stephen has his hand up. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Thanks, Mickey. So, um, so Paul, on, on the topic of uh, kind of putting it out there. So I, uh, <clears throat> I was kind of first introduced to the, the idea of non-duality all the way back in the late 90s through, through a yoga uh, instructor I had. Actually, he had spent a lot of time in India and even had spent some time with Balsakar. And so I, I, I've been looking or kind of playing around with this, if that's the right way to put it. I've been um, interested uh, for a long time. And, um, to the point where, you know, I pursued different like meditation techniques and things, and I found it to be incredibly beneficial actually. And I've, um, you know, I've been in sobriety and AA for a long time. I picked up my 26 year chip this year and I've, I had the benefit of a great you know, first sponsor that I was with for like 16 years. And we spent a lot of time talking about the exact nature of the wrong and, all that to say, I really feel like the the what we talk, what you talk about here, and what we talk about on this call, really is, it's just it's it's like the missing piece. <laughs> I feel like AA, the big book, the twelve and twelve, we walk it, we walk it right up to the threshold. Um, it just seems that one extra little push to really um, kind of drive home the stuff that you're talking about. It's it's just. And it does. We, you know, they they start to hint at it uh, in the big book for sure. And then, you know, I, I love where you you made the point. Like they were four years sober when they wrote that big book. And and Bill even said this is a spiritual kindergarten. And that sounds kind of harsh, but what, I think what he was trying to say is look, this is just the beginning, right? I mean, there's a world of things out there to to look at, and and I've availed myself of those things. I, I love Ringo Starr when he said, if someone asked him if he, you know, long time sober now asked him if he adhered to any particular religion. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm Christian with Buddhist tendencies. I, I, I'm kind of Christian with Hindu tendencies, I think. So there's a world of things out there. So it's really funny because the reading we did here today was exactly the reading we did in a meeting last night. And actually, my home group, as a matter of fact. And I started to talk a little bit about these things in that meeting. And I've started to kind of gently talk about these things in, in, in meetings, the idea of self and maybe we're, you know, we are accountable for the things we did, but maybe not responsible. And I swear to God, I could see the parasite almost physically coming to life. It was not necessarily well received. <laughs> and so I, I'm wondering if you've had kind of the same experience and, um, you know, how, how, what's a good way to kind of introduce this in, into the fellowship um, um, in, in a larger because um, like I said, I, I, it's, when I, when I touch on it a little bit or even start to kind of talk about some of these things, you can almost physically see it, you know, people, uh, reacting to it. Um, and, and not people yes. with a couple of weeks, 30 years, right. Of sobriety, they don't appreciate it necessarily. Yeah. So I wonder if you've had the same experience and kind of how, how you deal with that when, when you've run into it, or if you have run into it. Yes. Well, I lost some of the stuff you said. I wish I would have, the, the, the audio was going in and out, but I got this, I got the most of it. And yeah, the idea of, uh, yeah, that's happened quite a lot in my experience. Yeah. So I used to see, uh, <laughs> In the early, early days of Zen Bitslap, I'd actually see things, you know, like black things coming out of people's heads and stuff. Seriously, it was wild. I saw a lot of phenomena. One was really scary. 
came out of it like a 77 year old woman's head and then she started talking as if she was possessed it was insane so i had a lot of those things mm -hmm. in the early days and uh i had that intention of wanting to get it across just put it up there and it and i've learned somehow to to uh say it very clearly without stating it yeah you know what i mean so i feel like what you are speaks louder than what you say and so you can slip it in there yeah so this but this is what would happen it would be slipped in there and some people would come up and go uh And where can I get more of this? I then bitch slap and I never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, nine out of 10 times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't say much at all anymore about that. I just share and yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, the parasite, uh, like I said, it was, I got more, more of the phenomena early on where I'd see people's faces change like eight mm -hmm. different times in about a three minute scan. Yeah. And it was wild. And I could see something looking through them. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 I feel, uh, yeah. And what looks back is the parasite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looking, it's, yeah. it's not it's using, it's using the puppet to express its disdain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But thanks. I'm really happy to meet you, Stephen. And thanks for your participation. And I just, again, like almost everything else, I just put it up there. I say, hey, yeah, the intention is good and see what happens. Yeah. And I feel over the years, I've become adept at it without trying to be adept at it. Yeah. So I can't really describe how it happens because right. I wasn't involved in its planning, so to speak. <laughs> it just comes through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This one time it was funny. I was at, we had a large group when I was first starting, like my fourth or fifth year or something in sobriety. And uh, this one guy came in, he was very flipped out. And so he went off on me like for four <laughs> minutes. And then it circled around and he asked me to be a sponsor. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. I saw the demon, da, 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 and then he asked me to be a sponsor. Like five minutes. I saw a huge, yeah. I saw like a yuga, like in India. <laughs> the Kali Yuga was expressed to him in five minutes and went back to uh, loving me at the fifth minute. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> yeah. Just watch when people get loaded who haven't been, their whole facial structure changes and shit. And a lot of, even their eyes, a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> something's in there. Oh, yeah. something, something got up to the control panel again. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, whatever. Thank you, though. Yeah. That's why we do it in a lot of ways. You know, there's going to be a lot of this message left behind. You know, we have tons of audios. I'm going to try to get some of this old. I don't know if we have this old stuff on Zen Bitch Lab I found last night. But there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, audios and videos that, you know, if anyone's ever interested, they can find this fucking unique zenbitchslap.com after you know someone passed away and they'll they'll be there the information will be there hallelujah really that's what i wanted i wanted it to be available in aa instead of people using it's not being available as an excuse to leave aa and then to try to get into this other stuff right. yeah yeah because a lot of people their head is looking for that it's looking for an excuse to find a better, bigger way, and then they end up drunk, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. All right, thanks, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Stephen. Gary C. has his hand up. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks, thanks Paul. Um, yeah, I just want to reflect on uh, something in that reading 
that caught my eye. It's like um, on page 63, just a couple of, or one sentence. It says, we thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. And as I read that, I thought that could be seen as an instruction of another thing that I need to do. I need to utterly abandon myself to him. And as I read that, I realized, you know, I don't know how to do that. I'm, I'm incompetent to, to utterly abandon myself. I'm, I, I, could, I could get off on, oh my God, I failed again. I'm not even good enough to take these instructions. And what I love about the message that comes through you is it says, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's saying like, well, that perception too is the parasite. The one who says you're incapable of taking this step. Oh, yeah. even, even that's not me. Oh, what a relief. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah, because if it's you, you want to be right. And sometimes for you to feel right, you've got to be wrong a lot. <laughs> so I'd rather just give up on that and, yeah, see that it's not me speaking and go, yeah. you know full steam yeah well also you can look at it as uh you know because let's say you abandon yourself to god and then you go into the bathroom and you see yourself as a body in the mirror there goes your abandoning to god but what about abandoning what you're not self to god yeah, yeah. i think that's more that's more clear for me yeah. i can abandon what i'm not over to something i can't abandon what i am I can abandon what I have over to something, but I cannot abandon what I am to something. I'll be there. Yeah. I, so I always take the word abandon to imply turning something over or leaving it and then moving away. Yeah. How could you do that if it's you? Exactly. Yeah. But like abandoning a car means the, the driver split. It's, yeah. Yeah, he abandoned. He abandoned the car. The car was left, and the driver went on its merry way. You know, you're going to yeah. get arrested if you think you abandoned the car and stay next to it when the police show up, <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't do a good job. You didn't go to do. You didn't abandon the car. Yeah, <laughs> in this way, maybe abandon this idea of self to this power that can actually do something with that yeah because it, you can't because you're neutralized and we're caught in self trying to get out of self so gary as self can't get out of self but maybe the higher power can do it yeah so we turn it over to the higher power and yes and then the higher power can take quote unquote gary not really but gary yeah. out of self hallelujah yeah and then gary has experiences of being out of self by doing service and shit like that and now something that was unsuspected becomes familiar so it doesn't so maybe you used to have to say 30 serenity prayers to get to some piece of you know less agitation now just half of the serenity prayer because you're in the vicinity of the solution you're not out to fucking lunch anymore yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that the case? Yeah. I mean, it is. some people would pray yeah. for hours. Now you maybe say one prayer and they and you feel exactly what you were hoping to get through hours of prayer. Yeah, with one little remembering like a two sentence, you know? Yeah, you know, let me understand instead of wanting to always be understood. All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, that has a huge value. People think, well, it's got to be everything and it has to stabilize. A lot of us are, are, are being, you know, great benefits are being showered upon us by just, you know, being out of the vicinity of self. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. That allows us so much other possibilities like sitting at a Zoom and stuff like that. All these things come about from some degree of bo- relief of the bondage of self. Because when I was out there fucking around, I didn't have any time for anything. <laughs> there was no fucking reflection. Yeah, there was no... Yeah. So... This, I mean, the possibility to entertain these ideas is a gift of sobriety. Seriously, yeah, yeah, it is. Because if yeah. we didn't have the, if we didn't have sobriety, we'd be so agitated. This, the message wouldn't be able to be heard because you'd be looking for some escape through it, and that's not what it's available to. Yeah, it's not. This isn't, you know. Uh, a temporary uh, sort of relief that you'll get immediately. It's about a new basis of living. Yeah. It needs repetition so that a familiarity gets uh, engendered so that you realize, you know, the higher powers right where you are, no matter what you think or feel right now at all times with no requirement necessary. You don't have to even call it. Yeah, it just mm. is. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. I abandoned my myself. Yeah. Make the body and it's you. But you can abandon this idea of self because it's not of you. Yeah. You can abandon it because it's not of you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you have to have the idea that that's a possibility because it's probably not going to get through it. Through the parasitical net, you're not going to hear this possibility. You're probably not. Yeah. But if you can hear this possibility, you'll see, you know, what used to look like a wall, you'll see a door in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There will be relief. There will be an escape. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So nice to see you, Gary. Thanks, yeah. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Uh, Walt has his hand up. Oh, and thank you, Gary. Yeah. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, nice everybody. You, nice to see you, man. I wonder about this whole parasites, you know, I, I see this clearly when I'm taking over by alcohol, uh, the parasite is taking me uh, over, you know, I know that. But what I lately start, I'm, I've got time, I recently start listening to ancient audio from Rodney's, some Dutch guy, and I just wonder, you know, from how could I overlooked it, you know, the message is so clear. And and then again, I see this also in the program, this whole spiritual thing, this whole, uh, the, the program also can get such an ultimate mind fuck, you know, from, from what is this actually still going about, you know? Uh, this whole thing about my higher power, higher power, the spirits and the gods, people can make it so bloody confused. Just a few days ago, another fella, uh, killed herself, you know, from what's going on here, you know? That I sometimes have the tendency, okay, you know, from... I just get confused in the room sometimes, instead of that I get clarity. Just as well as that I hang around with other spiritual seekers, you know, from, hey, my, my God, you know, I want to sit alone and uh, do my prayer and go to the church. Am I the only one or some? No, no, but no, what would be good is uh, there's a lot of Zoom meetings out still. You should go to some ones other than from uh, the Netherlands and see. And maybe you'll hear some people that you feel more familiar with. They're out there. They are, yeah? Hmm, hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes you just have to go to another meeting and stuff. You're talking about Zoom meetings now. 
Yeah, yeah. If you can't go to another location, the Zoom meetings, there's tons of them. And, you know, you're going to have some laughs if you go to a New York one, probably. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, when I hear people talking, and I really start to laugh. <laughs> yeah, so okay, Los Angeles. So, yeah, a lot of the cities have a lot of uh, different types of people involved in recovery. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of wisdom being thrown around. And uh, you may meet a couple of characters. Yeah, that uh, you can talk with after the meeting and stuff like that. Yeah, they're out there. Well, they are. Thank you. Thank you. This Thank happens. you. And to remember, there is this tradition in our way of life, which is that uh, there's a loving God that's expressing itself through our group conscience. Yeah, we, you know, I feel a presence that, uh, you know, something is there bigger than the sum of the parts. Yeah, I just feel something there most of the time. And a lot of times I don't... uh, you know, I don't say anything. I'm just sitting there and I just, uh, it's like a, it's almost like a nice walk in a park. Yeah. Like in the fall, mm. I just feel, uh, it's very nice. So I found some where I lived. I haven't been there. I one of this a lady ran into me and they're having live meetings. So, um, yeah, there's, it's out there, bro. I understand because, uh, you know, the problem with AA, like everything else, it has people in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's how we go. We're not. There we go. There we come back to Sartan. There we come back to Sartan. The other is hell. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people who aren't well. This is the beauty of AA. This is the beauty of AA, you know, there'll be a person who comes in, just gets a coffee and a cupcake and splits. This AA provides a lot of service and some people, they take advantage of the meaning out, you know, just a dump, yeah. So, and AA can handle that also, yeah. And so I feel... uh, I've, I've, I've been fortunate, you know, if I didn't like a meeting, I'd find another one. And I've been lucky most of the ones I was going to before the, uh, the pandemic thing occurred. They were incredible at noon. There was a, some, a nice, a lot of old timers and there was some incredible uh, vibes in there. I really liked it. So, yeah, if I can find one, you can. So, yeah. Yeah. I will check this out. I will check this out. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, check it out. And then I'm sure you could be, it would be nice. And, you know, it's not you getting at something out of the meeting all the time. It's you putting something in. Yeah, that's basically show up. and Vice versa, I know. know how you're being. Yeah. yeah. You really don't. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. So... But we're here for you, Walter, no matter what. Yeah? No matter what. I'm grateful. You can always come back here, Walter. Yeah? Yes. Thank you. Stay alive. We're going to be, we're available. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Walter. Thanks, Paul. That goes for everyone. Yes. You bet. I don't see any hands anymore. Oh, Kirk has his hand. These up. zooms are very good. These zooms are very good because we don't really talk much about outside situations, and uh, and if you want to share, you share here. It's not just questions, and I feel the space is held quite well by everyone here. And there you go. There's refuge available. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, except not Thursday, not this Thursday. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> All right, so who's this? Who's next? Kurt. Oh, hey, Kurt. Buddy. What's up? Kurt. 
How are you? Hey, good. You know, I was just, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about this and, you know, it, it, it goes with, uh, I think what Stephen was talking about is, you know, what you, what I've started to hear here over the last years is, you know, you hear a bunch of people, they're, they're either coming from this condition that's, you know, unsuspected, or they're not. And it, and it manifests a whole bunch of different ways, but it's the same condition. And you, you, there, there was somebody that, you know, I get this a lot. Hey, I want to go back through the steps again. And um, it's, it's like... We lost, I'm lost, losing a little. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, and people say, I want to go yeah, back... Yeah, I missed the thing. People say, I want to go back through the steps again. I said, you don't need, you got all the information you need. In the book, it says we get a different perception yeah. of the same environment. I said, what, you, what you're going to get is you're going to get a different perception of the information you have. You know, and that's what starts to happen. You start to see it from a different perspective. And every time I say, you know, we had to bend in ourselves, you know, I would, I would just change it for people and say, listen, why don't you just change the word a little bit and say, abandon this self. It separates it from us. Or like when I, you know, I've said it before to you, crushed by a self-imposed crisis. It's not, an, it's not a crisis I caused. It's the imposition of this condition that I didn't know I was up against. I was identified as it. There was no separation yes. in it. And I think once that starts to become clear, boy, the music that you hear is totally different. It's a total different music. And I just, yes. that's what I appreciate about your format, that you don't move off of that. Like you said, you keep playing that same note. I love that because I know when I've watched people push up against this, myself included, where it just becomes clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer about what's really going on here. And, and it's, it's, you know, that's like Stephen said, I just think it's, um, it's just an, it's an element of a um, missing piece that if it's, it takes you like the, the fork in the road, it takes you down one fork if you miss it and takes you down a whole different path if you get it. So thanks for, thanks for your, yes. uh, your presentations, Paul. Well, the point, the thing too is, I feel it's uh, it's almost as if it's the first step of a long journey. So the first step is going to set the direction of the rest of the journey. Yeah, I think it has that importance. Do, yeah, nothing. Most things never kept me on point for twenty something years. I would go off on other mystical tangents or anything like that but this message just stopped all that in its tracks and just keep presenting it yeah because i really feel if you don't see it you're going to be looking from it yeah so and that's completely different seeing what you're not or looking from what you're not are completely different conditions that are going to lend their influence to every other condition. Yes, <laughs> that's how important I feel it is. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of other stuff, I feel we become experts on trees, but miss the forest. So, but on this point, I think this is the space that holds the tree and the forest. So I feel it's got a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yep. There you go. Thanks, Paul. Make Thanks, Kurt. Yes. And I think that's it for the hands today, Paul. So you want to uh, say your hello? 
What about the feet? What about the feet, Mickey? Anyone's foot up there? I don't foot see there, anyone's ass. foot. I don't see anyone's butt. I, I. All right, so we're all clear. I think yeah. that we're. I think that we're all in no the appendages. Same. There's no appendages in any orifice. No. All right. Uh oh, here's Maggie. Maggie has her hand up. Oh, except the head. All right, Maggie. Hey. Hi everyone. Just got in at the finish line. Well, you know, I had Good to move. put my I had to put my foot up because um I couldn't contain it. <laughs> I'm so grateful no. for this meeting and I I don't believe it's possible to convey how much help uh sanity and joy that's here. Um just to hear others speak I think we lost her. Mickey? Yeah, I think I think Maggie has has checked out or froze on us. Uh, there's just yeah. I'm wondering if it was just me, but it's so Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, it's my internet connection. I'm we so lost happy. you, but uh, Continue with the platitudes, yes. Well, the platitudes are for everything. <laughs> oh, man. I just, it, it's hard to talk when you reach the point of um, exploding, and yet it must be mm -hmm. done. Um, yeah, and I, I love you guys. That's what I'm going to say. Thank you. Thank you. Love is well, good, we are, Maggie. Very happy. Yeah, and I'm always here. I just don't get um, unmuted a lot because of my internet connection, but I am here. Yeah. Fantastic, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're happy. Very happy to hear from you. Yes, thank you. All right, are we going to say goodbyes now? Yeah. Looks like it, Paul. It's about that time. All right, Mickey. Thank you for your wonderful job and your now I'm, I'm happy we're not into dissertations i can imagine mickey's dissertations would be a lot of pages uh -oh. <laughs> we're gonna read the whole book we're gonna read from page one to 64 today yeah it works it does <laughs> it, it does work yeah <laughs> you know nice to see you mickey thank you Thanks, Paul. We got Kerry. There's Kerry in Hawaii with Hawaii on the shirt. Yes, there you go, bro. Nice to see you, Kerry. Yeah. We got PK from New York. Yeah. Forget about it. He was uh he was uh he was a resident at Willowbrook and Creedmoor. <laughs> Those are the the mental asylums over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! great stuff today. You know, uh, Walter had mentioned, I don't know if you ever uh, spoke on Iggy Pop, but he had a song which was similar to what you were saying about being the passenger. And, uh, of course, Iggy, you know, with the whole self-mutilation thing, like it's almost in a way like self trying to get out of self. Like, let me try to cut myself out of self, you know? <laughs> like testing the limit of, of, yeah. of our thresholds. But uh, yeah, man, it, you know, I love hearing the message. It's great stuff, man. You know, it's it's really just such great, you know, uh, relief to hear you, you know, to to channel the message, you know, you know, it, it, it's 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 you're right. It's it's always the same. Yet there's it's just these slight variations on a theme. It's like a jazz standard. Yet every time you do it, it's just got that little, you know, nuance, you know, so it's kind of. You're like, you know, it's like a, yeah. it's like the real book, you know, it's like you, you have the standard, but in a way it's almost like there's an infinite way of, it could be interpreted. So it, it's really awesome. And I love how you, when you speak with other people, you don't speak down, you don't put people, you know, down, you don't correct them. You just let people be them, man. And so that really makes a really awesome space that, that we have here. 
where people can be free to just express themselves. It's awesome, man. So thank you. Yeah. For, 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 you know, for, for the invitation to this space and then, and, and the, and, you know, the being this, you know, that you, you, uh, is being, you know, uh, produced or fabricated or it's appearing. I don't know what it is, but it's awesome, man. The Long That's Island good. experience. <laughs> yes, Long Island experience. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody, really. But I, we got we got Paul from the UK. Thank you. Paul. It's a jacket day. Nice to see yeah. you, Paul. And you, thank Gary you. C from uh, the Boondocks of Placerville. Yeah, there you go. We got Carl. Nice to see you, Carl. Say hello to your lovely partner. Jono, I haven't seen Jono in a while. Nice to see you, Jono. Yeah, great pleasure. We got Gabe. Gabe is cooking. Yes. We got Joseph from France. Nice to see you, Joseph. Always a pleasure. Stefan on having never left. We got Jacob from Seattle. Nice to see you, Jay. We got Alex from uh, Hudson Valley. There she is. Kurt Z from the southern uh, south of California. Very Connor from Dublin. Nice to see you, Connor. Thanks, Paul. Yes. We got Roman from Germany. Nice to see you. We got Walt. There he is. Speaking from the Netherlands. Nice to see you, Walter. Rich A from the UK. Nice to see you, Rich. We got uh, Michael Stacy from the uh, the Sovereign Republic of Madeira. Michael Stacy. They got strong borders there. We got uh, Oliver. Nice to see you, Oliver. Mike P. Nice to see you, Mike. Nina, yes. We'll talk more about the December 11th thing. Yeah, someone, one of you has got to become the, the point that other people can talk to. I thought we'd do two days of talks, maybe. Yeah, so, yeah, all right. We got Kaiser in Los Angeles. He just finished his coffee shake from Sun Cafe. Yeah, thank you. It's very delicious. So I'm going to go back. It's great. Yeah, very good. Eh? Yeah. We got Chris. There he is. Nice to see you, Chris. Maggie. We didn't see her, but we heard her today. Fantastic. And uh, thank thank you, everyone. We will not have a meeting. You guys can get together if you like. That's a good idea. Yeah, someone can. Uh, I don't know who Jacob or Michael Stacy. If they have the time, they can keep the room open. Yeah. I may say hello for five minutes or so while we're packing, but yeah, but we'll be back uh, tonight. We have a, a non-duality thing at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's on the website. We have tomorrow night at 7 Pacific time, another non-duality. And then Saturday we'll have the, we're just going to have a Zoom at one o'clock on Saturday Pacific time. Yeah, we're not going to have live, I don't think. Just Zoom. All right, and then we'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks for this. We'll have a live. We'll have a Zoom on Tuesday. Thanks, everyone. Yes. Thanks, Paul. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everyone. Good job. Good job, Mickey. Thank you. Way to go, Mickey. Hey, Nina.